everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to discuss what happens uh, when real values, real morals uh, in a society start clashing with religion. Oh. Religion has morals, but it's sort of like... They're like fake sort of, morals. They have fake morals that are sort of intertwined with real morals. They, like, they're, they're based in... What they, have, what, what they have is rules. They have rules. And, uh, Arbitrary. And some of those rules aren't good. Uh, well, a lot of them are based on ancient superstitions yeah. or ancient uh, ideas about maybe food handling. Or ancient Chinese secrets uh, about getting stains out. Clothing washing. <laughs> that one's just for the old folks. <laughs> like us. If you're over 40, you'll know what we're talking about. Uh, uh, yeah, so we'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll be discussing the, the coming cataclysm <laughs> that is uh, secularism mm. versus, versus... Anyway... We'll see. Uh, but we'll see. Before we get to that, what do you got? You got something good? Well, Dan. Yeah. Uh, just to get this one out of the way. Mm-hmm. Because, we, you know, the best I, stories are ones you get out of the way. Right. I think so. Right. I think so. <laughs> no. We, we've been bringing up a lot lately, uh, sort of Boy Scouting, and or just scouting in general. Yeah, it's Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts of bit. America. Uh, there's been some developments, uh, churches, conservative groups. Uh, like churches that are uh, deciding to leave. Yeah. Uh, in particular, the Girl Scouts, it's been happening like mad because the Girl Scouts is like, you know, a re- legitimately progressive organization. Yeah. And so they why, actually are inclusive and shit. Why would the Catholic Church want to keep their girls in it? No, they're, they're not yeah. a progressive organization. <laughs> yeah, they hate so. inclusion. <laughs> so, um, the, and and with the Boy Scouts of America as well, there's been it is a, it's traditionally been a very conservative group. Yeah, but they've made a, a few uh, concessions. They've been trying to keep up with society at large mm. in, in certain ways. They've allowed uh, gay scout masters. Yeah, they're a little recently. they're a little behind the curve, but they're but they're getting there. Right. But they also have. It's not a blanket policy. It's just that they allow it. The troops themselves don't have to right. like conform. They've, they've, right. they've really tried to like wade some very tricky waters for their organization. Yeah. If you're going to liberalize at BSA, it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Well, uh, we got uh, some news today that the uh, LDS Church is taking some initial steps away from the Boy Scouts of America. Uh, we at this point, it's not clear exactly how far it will eventually go. We know that it's not going to go any further than uh, just taking the 14 to 18 year olds out of BSA. Mm. Uh, so those are kind of that's your varsity and venturing uh, scouts. Uh, the more sort of Does high, it, like go on you know 50 mile hikes right. and that kind of shit. Does know? it say something Can't, about my? tenure as a scout that i had no idea that there were varsity and ventures and venture scouts is that what you said varsity and venture venturing venturing so varsity is more like um 
yeah like the high adventure stuff right uh lots of repelling and all that crap i like venturing if i remember correctly might be more there's one of one is more water-based oh than the other oh like you can go and like so if you want to be if you want to get your aquaman merit badge that's exactly that's exactly it yeah uh now cub scouts and the sort of just the basic boy scouting program yeah will continue to be um what what the younger boys and the boys up to 13 uh will participate in, in the in the mormon church in the mormon the church. mormon boys um and uh but you know the lds church like people who who maybe don't know a lot about the lds church or maybe don't have a lot of affiliation with boy scouts america uh, mormon church is huge in bsa yeah, like like one of the the largest uh, groups within the BSA. They are. Um, it's 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 strange. They they are like, I think they're the biggest Boy Scouts charter. I mean, uh, not anymore. It sounds like. Uh yeah. I don't know exactly what this will do to their numbers, but like for example, uh, Thomas S. Monson, the current president of the LDS Church. Mm. Although who knows? Uh, I mean, the guy could die at any moment so it could be dead as right of now. this recording they could weekend no, they could be they could have been weekend of burning that guy for a year this last general conference they definitely had that guy we're just walking that guy around propped um, up on sticks nonetheless he uh he has been such a big deal in uh bsa higher up organizationally whatever that uh, there's a new state-of-the-art scouting leadership complex under construction in West Virginia that will actually be named after him. Hmm. Uh, and uh, there's also a 23,000-square-foot scout lodge uh, here in Utah um, in the Uintas uh, that is named after Monson as well. Hmm. Uh, so he's... Uh, sort of been he he's earned some advanced uh adult uh uh awards yeah bsa leadership can actually win awards oh wow or attain rank right uh just like the boys so you know you have your eagle scout right yeah rank uh he has achieved silver beaver oh Um, i also have achieved (laughs) silver beaver (laughs) Uh, silver buffalo. Oh, okay. Uh, bronze wolf. Wow. And silver fox. Oh, meow. <laughs> really, Tommy boy. But this, I mean, this he, all. He is so the opposite of anything that could be labeled silver fox. Oh, no, not at any point in his aging. No, no, he is wasn't he, like. A, is he even gray? He's got the dark hair still. Does he just ferment it, or is that natural? Probably. Got to look youthful and vibrant. Well, <laughs> vibrant. I, I think when he was 13, that man couldn't look vibrant. <clears throat> but this like, Dan, this is, uh, for me, this is, it speaks to a larger thing, of a phenomenon that is happening in America. Uh-huh. Uh, and who knows where else in the world right now, uh, which is that we are continuing to take these steps of sequestering and separating ourselves off from each other 
And you, you are, are with us, you're against us. So the conservative people, all of the organizations that they're, I mean, they're going to have conservative soccer yeah. at some point. Yeah, exactly. And then there will be the liberal soccer league. <laughs> right. Right. Like it's, it's getting so ridiculous the amount to which people are separating and dividing themselves out along political uh, boundaries in this country. It's, it's a weird time. Yeah, I I feel like I feel I feel like the pendulum will swing the other direction at some point soon. I feel like it's at its apex or hopefully really close to its apex and we'll start swinging the other way and that'll take a cup a decade or two and yeah. then it'll swing back and stuff. But but man, everybody just has a team and you just yeah. got to be on that team for yeah. everything. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't go to that restaurant. They believe differently than me. What the fuck? It's just food. Yeah, I want them to believe different than me. Because they're probably going to use some different spices. Yeah. That I don't use. Yeah, but... Because... Like, like, like literally, I mean, and, and this is both sides of the aisle. This is... Everybody's doing this. Uh-huh. Everybody's doing... Sort of just picking a team. I know. It's I know. dumb. I know. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, it It's... It's... um, You know, and it's... For somebody who has a lot of fond memories of his participation in uh in in scouting in the scouts in bsa specifically yeah right uh i hoped that the organization would be able to liberalize mm-hmm. right and they may continue to be to to liberalize i don't i don't know i think exactly what's going to happen i think they will with them um Seems but it makes though. it makes me sad that the what should be just an all-inclusive place for just young people to to you know to to go out and have a good time yeah and to learn some things and to grow and and all of that uh the a, a scout camp could become very boring yeah in a lot of ways if it's just a bunch of people who are all like you right like there was always the other troops and here in utah i know it was very different because 99 yeah. of the kids in scouting here in Utah are all Mormon and they're there but because like, they're required to be. But for me, not grow- having grown up here. Yeah. Um, you know, we had our, the, every ward had their troop, but then when we went to camp, there were the Methodist kids and there were mm-hmm. the Catholic kids and there was the, the kids, the, 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 the fire station, right. Yeah. Had a troop that right. they sponsored. Right. Right. Uh, and yeah, they chose between a baseball team and a, and a, boy scout troop yeah and to be honest that was the fucking troop i wanted to be a part of yeah it was because that was fucking cool yeah totally firemen were like your scout masters and shit that'd be badass right like i'd be all about your, that your high adventure stuff is going to be a lot more fun with those guys around. yeah they're going to take you to a fire they're going to well they're definitely going to put you drive you around with the siren on uh-huh Put you in all the fire gear and everything. Yeah, how sure. awesome would that be? Get to wear the boots that go up over your knees because you're little. Yeah. Well, yes, uh, there you go. There you go. I'm going to move us along. All right. Uh, to a study. <laughs> I found this one fascinating. It's a, it's a, uh, this was reported on in Psychology Today. It was a study that was published in the Journal of Sex Research. Uh, oh. which, is a, which is a scholarly journal. Really? Uh, and reported on in uh, Psychology Today and other places. Huh. Came out of BYU. 
Really? Of all places, Brigham Young University, that institution so renowned for its uh, in, for its solid scientific understanding of sexuality. Oh, no. Uh, no. Oh, no. It's the Mormon uh, University. But this is an interesting study. They looked at uh, pornography. Mm-hmm. And, porno- and here's the thing. They weren't looking at por- whether or not such a thing as pornography addiction exists which is a pretty controversial thing within mm-hmm. uh, within psychology circles right now most yeah. it's 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 largely agreed upon i think in mo- among most psychology psychologists that there is no such thing as pornography addiction you can have a compulsion right but not an addiction uh, some pornography is very compelling indeed good whoa. yeah you get some good pornography although i saw an amateur porn the other day uh-huh. that was amazing. Really? I, like, like this is so? probably a road I can't even go down on this show. I, the but, guy, it was, it was, it was. They were clearly amateurs, but they, I think, they were making it for an amateur site that was going to pay them for it. So they're trying all of the sort of standard hot, sexy positions. Oh yeah, moving from position to position. Oh yeah, kind of. Kind of like robotically moving to these different posi- <laughs> now we do this one like it's clear that they've they've planned this ahead of time uh-huh. they know all the things that they're going to do she's done her hair she's done her makeup he's un- inexplicably still in socks I don't okay. know why and then no, that's uh, hot that's hot it's really not <laughs> and he had the weirdest body his I I don't like to body shame but it, I, this isn't about shaming him but it, he looked like the the main character in Despicable Me was it was naked. Oh, okay, right. And then, uh, and then they they go and go, and then they prepare for the big climax money shot where I can't no. do this. We got to no, no, cut no, the whole. On. No, no, no. Keep going, Dan. <laughs> he starts. She gets on her knees. Okay, there is. If there are children listening, shut it off now. Shut it off now. Sk- <laughs> yeah, l- okay. literally, cover your kids' ears. Pause. Go forward. A couple I'll put of a warning on this. <laughs> he starts. He starts trying to jerk it on her. Uh, on her décolletage. On her. On her boobs. Yeah. Okay. And that she's ready for it. She's got the sort of O face. Like, oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. He can't do it. Oh no. He keeps going. He <laughs> keeps going and going. I scroll down to the like progress bar. We're only halfway through this video. It is like 10 minutes of him trying. At one point, he wanders off, I assume, to get some lube or something. <laughs> wanders back. At another point, the most brilliant thing in the world. Like, she, all of her face has now lost all. She is bored and angry at this point. <laughs> she, at one point, like, sort of stretches her arm out and clearly looks at her watch. Shut up. I swear to yeah, God. Not, lady, that's not going to help. Nope, nope. But that's, you're just adding pressure, which is what this dude does. I mean, need she right tries now. to do it at one point, but oh, that's yeah. to no avail. It's okay. like 10 minutes, and then finally he gives some signal that it's actually happening, and then she tries to put the face back on, but it's half-hearted don't at edit best. any of this out. None of it's edited. It's just, <laughs> you get to... And of course, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I was fast-forwarding was through it. Was it just one camera angle? Or oh, yeah. Just switch. No, no, no. Just a camera no, on a tripod okay. in a kitchen. So she's, a, oh, she's, been, she's yeah. been on her knees on a hard floor for like 10 solid <laughs> minutes <laughs> waiting for this to happen. Oh, all right. Well, that's been Dan's porn corner. Uh, I'll get back to the story now. It's just a really funny moment. Um, 
No, the uh, so this so this study that was uh, published in the Journal of Sex Research. Basically, what they concluded is that religious compunctions about porn hmm. are far more damaging than porn. If porn is damaging, they don't make a they don't make any sort of claim about whether porn is damaging. Oh. But what is damaging, and what and what they're saying is damaging. It's damaging to uh, to healthy relationships. It's damaging to ha- you can't have. It's harder to have a healthy relationship with another person uh-huh. if you think. That you're bad for having watched porn. Oh wow! And so these oh, so interesting. So okay. what, what they're ta- yeah. So they're talking about your perception of yourself for having watched porn. And hmm. apparently, one study uh, at a Christian college. This is a different study. Found that sixty percent of Christian men seeking help for porn-related problems viewed themselves as addicted to pornography. Oh wow! But only five percent of those guys. Uh, met any of the criteria related to addictive disorders. Hmm. There's this sense, there's this belief among religious people, hmm. and let's say probably mostly men, though th- that's not delineated in what I read, okay. that that you're p- likely to get addicted to porn hmm. and that you're bad for doing so. Hmm. And, uh, and that's what's damaging. It's not the viewing of porn. It's not even the compulsive viewing of porn. Hmm. It's your story about being bad because of it. I thought that was fascinating. That is really fascinating. And and super fascinating for it to come out of BYU, out of the Mormon uh, institution. Yeah. Not that the LDS church is going to change their story on pornography. Because the LDS church is like... You know, all about the shame when it comes to porn. Right. Shame, 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 shame. Well, it's shame. a shameful practice. It is. Just, I mean, that story that you just told highlights <laughs> how shameful. There was some shame in that one, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. Um, yep. It's there. I find it interesting. One of the study, one of the, 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 the researchers on this study yeah. uh, is still... W- was actually he actually testified in favor of the Utah law that labeled pornography as a public health crisis so he's okay. still on the weird side of the larger issue cuz he he holds to that but what he said was uh what i hope a bill like this does is get the issue out for public dialogue and discussion it's not something as simple as banning all pornography or allowing all pornography. There's a lot uh there there's a lot of things in the middle that we need to understand. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think it's ridiculous to call pornography a health crisis. Uh that's yeah, absolutely. That I mean it, it's that's patently absurd. Right. But it's interesting that he his own research, which I'm guessing he was hoping would go in a different direction, right. uh has shown that the the real problem is the religious views of pornography, not the pornography itself. Wow. I wonder uh, at what point does he either decide to no longer continue studying right. the effects of porn because it's not going the way that he wants it to, or does he somehow try to, I don't know. Or does he have a wife who's like, are you looking at porn again? <laughs> it's for work. <laughs> I'm doing it for work. I heard about this one where the guy just couldn't, just, <laughs> I heard, couldn't get it off. I heard, I've been looking for this 
particular. <laughs> and the woman, her knees hurt. <laughs> it's supposed to be really sexy. I just want to really watch. Hot. I just want to watch ten minutes of a guy <laughs> trying unsuccessfully. <laughs> To come on our boobs. All right, uh, let's move on. Well, yeah. You know, who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> All right, Dan. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the Marmons. Okay. Three. We got three in a row now. Boom. With the Marmons. Uh, and this is, uh, so this has to do with the whole Mormon, uh, Mormy Lakes thing. Oh, yeah. The, the WikiLeaks for Mormons. <laughs> they've They've been releasing all sorts of. Just riveting documents. <laughs> Just, boy, you would never guess that those people are hold meetings. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just fastidious note takers. Most of it isn't uh, isn't that revealing. <laughs> but there there have been some some interesting revelations. Uh, this one mainly, I think the revelations have given us interesting insight. Okay, and that's where this one is. Uh, this. Is an internal study that the LDS Church uh, performed amongst their lay leadership. Mm. So your so your in, in more in the Mormon Church, the the your in place of like a pastor, you have your bishop, right? Sure. Uh, who s- oversees your local congregation, and he's and just this some guy dude. is he's just some dude from the ward itself. Uh, and he's called into this position, usually somebody who's res- by God, by God, called by God. Uh, and your stake president is like a, a, a Catholic bishop overseeing a, a group, a of number congregations, of yes. right? And so they uh, surveyed them as well as an equal number of just general membership. Okay, on the question of. Does the LDS Church have political power in Utah? <laughs> okay. For which there is a clear and obvious actual answer. Right. Uh, interestingly enough, when uh, they were, when these Mormons were asked to sort of rank the political influence of the LDS Church in Utah, yeah. amongst other groups, they said that uh, the teachers, the teachers union, in Utah, uh, clearly has more power than the LDS Church. Oh. <laughs> Which is laughable. Patently absurd. Uh, as well as the tourism industry okay. having more political power. Sure, absolutely, because yeah. Because they get everything they want in this state. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's just... The the, uh, the the lack of clear perception of what's going on in well, this I mean, this state re- with the institute. It's, this it's, relates to the whole idea of Christian, you know, of of the larger concept of Christian um, of of prejudice against Christianity. Yeah, in in well, the Mormons United have States. always felt persecuted, and they've always felt right uh, that that they uh, that their interests are not being met uh, by government, uh, and. Uh, so you have this now apparently though the 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 lay leadership uh sees um the ch- well no wants the church let's see how did it go oh yes this is should the lds church have a strong influence 
in the state of Utah. Okay. Politically, right? Mm. Um, now, the That's leadership. That's an interesting question. The leadership is like, fuck yeah, they should. 87% of state presidents say yes, absolutely, uh-huh. should have. 73% of bishops. Um, however, it's a smaller, much smaller percentage with just your general active membership. Yeah. They're only at 54%. Oh, interesting. On this. They don't necessarily want to see the church being the political force. Why? Well, because they've got their own. Probably a lot of them are teachers. Yeah. You know, probably some of them work in the tourism and some of them work for things that have other interests. And these are people living lives. Right. They don't necessarily want their church to be powerful. Yeah. Make no mistake. They know that they they know (laughs) that culturally and socially and politically this state is their haven. It's a theocracy. Yeah. We live in a theocracy. It doesn't need to be more powerful. Which, by the way, just so that you know, may, I recently read a thing um, about uh, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who has said on multiple occasions, repeated it recently, mm-hmm. that he believes that the Establishment Clause of the U.S. Constitution, the thing that says uh, there shall be no state uh, religion, yeah. doesn't apply to states. It only applies to the federal government. Uh. That's where we're at, kids. We've got we've got a Supreme Court justice who openly says that theocracies of, in states are fine. So he's saying that a state could say could could oh yeah they have they the, should the church the Church of Alabama absolutely could set that up. There's no reason. So this is why he would never think that there's a reason why they couldn't put the Ten Commandments on a state. At a state courthouse or on a yeah. state building or whatever, it's totally fine. Right. Because That's a, that applies to the federal government because it's the a... U.S. Constitution. Right. Which I wonder how he would feel if, fuck, if, if, like, all the Muslims in the United States just said, you know what? South Dakota's ours now. Yeah, and they all they just could do that. If they just moved to South Dakota or they, Wyoming, just they, one of, you oh. know, pick a state that has almost no population. They could own Wyoming. They could just move there and then vote as a block, and boom. Now it's an institute Sharia law. I think they should do it. I feel like they should, or or the Satanists should. Somebody should. You know what I mean? Like, boy, that would be a project for Lucian Greaves. (laughs) Just get everybody, everybody to live in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and clearly this is also a question of, you know, lack of ability to see one's own privilege and yeah. uh, so forth and so on. Um, but I just, I, I, I'm just sort of shocked that, that you could look at this state and, and like, and the, the, the Tribune, the Salt Lake Tribune, which is the secular of the two newspapers. Yeah. Uh, it's, they talk to some state members of the state legislature uh, who are like, oh, no, the the influence of the church, you know, actually has up on Capitol Hill really very minimal. There's never right. any pressure. The lobbyists never pressure us to do anything. Right. They come to us with suggestions. <laughs> and it's like, uh, we know for a fact right. that that's not how it works. Right. This, yeah. th- this has been... 
It's been shown time and again. The church, the second the church says anything, yeah, it's lockstep. It's marching orders. Yeah, anyway. and so if if they don't want that to be the case, then they need to just shut their lip because yeah. they're going to get their way anyway. Yeah, like like the like like a massive majority of Mormons up in the legislature is just going to turn this state into Las Vegas or, you know, New Orleans. Right. Right. Yep. Just crazy open container liquor laws and par- just bars and casinos. They'll and- put a bar in every school. Yeah. That's not what the, that's not even what, that's not even what I want. No, nobody wants that. I don't want that. I like my life in Utah. I just want some representation up on the hill. Yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, I'm moving on to Oregon. We'll get away from Mormons entirely for a minute, uh, where a bill has just passed and will, uh, in in all likelihood, be signed into law that allows for secular celebrants of uh, of weddings. Oh, wait, what? So this was not uh, this was not allowed there. Uh, you could not be a uh, you could not officiate a wedding. Uh, Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. If you were secular. That's true. Okay. um, And now they are, they're finally getting around to doing that. Um, Hmm. So that's a good thing. They, there was, they tried to change this law a few years back and, uh, and had some trouble with it because they couldn't agree on what a quote secular organization could mean. Because apparently you still have to have an affiliation with some sort of organization. You okay. can't just be a Joe. You can't just be like, dude, who says you're married, which that even that to me is like, why? the fuck? Why not? Because, I mean, if 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 nothing else, this whole exercise with the that online church has, you know, and you just go, you, sign, yeah. you pay the 20 bucks, you get the little certificate. You're a minister in that church. You take that certificate down to your county courthouse or wherever it is that, you know. Yeah. And you, you register you, you or register whatever. for these things. And like. This hasn't shown that, like, just having your friend perform the ceremony is, this is not chaos. No, it's ridiculous. You just go down, you file a thing. Well, Why not just be able to do it? And let's, let's be honest here. Pomp and circumstance aside, this is a legal contract between two people yeah. that is endorsed by the state. Yes. So, like, just getting the marriage license should be enough. Well, I mean, there's always been the whole justice of the peace. Yeah, thing. but like, but like, you don't. You but if you, if you want to have required the ceremony, if you right. want to have the thing, what does it matter who it is that stands but stands up in front of everybody? Right. Or yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. You should be able to pick your friend. To <laughs> yeah. Well, at least now you can be a you can be part of a secular organization. What they've done is they've they've decided that a secular organization. Uh, is one in which uh, the the organization's members parallel are somehow uh, fi- oh the, so that the organization occupies a place in the lives of the members parallel to that filled by a church or a particular oh, religious bullshit. authority. That's actually bullshit. I don't like this at all. Yeah, it's it's th- this is actually bad. I don't think it's, it's bad, but no, it's not. It's but it doesn't solve that, the real that problem. The standard here. Of course, is is the religious is thing. this religious community? So if you've got standard. a thing that looks like our thing, I guess we'll let you do it. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, right? 
Yeah, well... It's a duck. Can a duck perform my marriage? Maybe. If it... if. If a, if it's a religious duck, then surely. Oh yeah, 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 surely they can. No, but like, I mean, come on. So this is Rabbi Quackman. He's going to perform. So are, are they saying basically like <clears throat> the Lions Club type thing? Like, I what, don't know what level of organization does this need? Or like to be? Oasis, maybe. Oasis would make sense. Yeah, Oasis would make perfect sense. That sort of thing where it's like, yeah, it's basically the secular church or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that sort of a thing is. I don't know, or or maybe you know, humanists, the the mm-hmm. you know the secular humanists can now count or something. I don't know if they did before. Your quilting club, <laughs> right? Can one of the ladies at the B, yeah, you know, help you out exactly and perform your marriage? Your swim team? Why not? <laughs> if it holds that position in your life, sure. I swim religiously. <laughs> Well, why not? People probably swim more than they ever do anything in church. Yeah. The ones who are serious about it. Those swimmy people. Yeah. All yeah. mean and... Seriously, if, you, if you're doing Whole30, if, if, you're, if you're paleo, yeah. you should be able to marry yeah. somebody. Somebody at your box should be let me able tell you to something. help you out. If you're a vegan, you're way more into your religion <laughs> than a fucking Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, move on. It's really funny. (laughs) All right. um, Well, here's somebody who's serious about things. Oh, hurrah. Not all the time, but uh, he, uh, Stephen Fry. Oh. You know that nice Stephen Fry? I love Stephen Fry. British comedian and actor Stephen Fry. What a delight he is. Truly, truly just delightful uh, public figure. Um, A couple years ago, you would remember the, the video. Uh, it was, he was on Irish television. Oh yeah. He was being interviewed and he called, one of the things that he said, he called God a maniac. Well, he was delightful on that interview. Utterly evil. Because, because this interviewer, this sort of older Irish interviewer asks him, what would you say to God at the pearly gates? And does not expect the, like the firestorm of vitriol against God that yeah. he received. Like, he, the look in his eyes is precious. He said, I'll say, bone cancer in children? What's that about? How dare you create a world where there is such misery that it's, that, that's not our fault? It's utterly, utterly evil. Yeah. Right? Uh, why should I respect a capricious, mean-minded, stupid God who creates a world which is so full of injustice and pain? Right. Yeah. This is what he says. That's just part of what he said. He went on this lovely rant. Google it. It's fantastic. It's a fan. Yeah. It's a great video. Uh, And like you said, a wonderful moment. And we talked about it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, somebody sort of now a couple years on in Ireland decided that they were going to um, uh, file a complaint, I guess. Against him Uh-oh. and bring forth charges of blasphemy, which is shocking that I- Ireland. I mean, yeah. this is not Saudi Arabia. Right, right. Ireland apparently still has blasphemy laws on the books. They're on the books, and somebody decided they were going to try to do something with them. Well, the 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 charges 
never they're dropped they haven't been they didn't go through um everybody came to their senses they 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 de- they they found out that really nobody was really all that offended by the whole thing okay they just couldn't find enough people to complain about it <laughs> to like actually have a case to against pursue the, the charges and so but what this has caused is now um richard dawkins has, has jumped on board <laughs> and he because he's going to be speaking in ireland okay uh and uh in dublin on june 12th oh dear. and he says <laughs> if you know anything about richard dawkins there's gonna be some blasphemy coming out of his mouth yeah uh and so and- he is challenging uh the irish government to uh to charge, charge him oh sure with with blasphemy. i fucking dare you uh and he just just as uh just as you know a little amuse bouche mm. uh of what of what's to come he quoted uh from his book the god delusion um and he's saying uh the god of the old testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction Jealous and proud of it, a petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak, a vindictive, bloodthirsty, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser, a misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. To start... (laughs) For starters. So there will be a little bit more of that uh, in Ireland in June. Yeah. And he's saying, come get me. Yeah. Come get me. I would love to stare down some charges. Come at me, bro. Uh, of, of blasphemy in your country. It's uh, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely and, ridiculous. And what he's, he's doing is, is, is right to point out like, yeah, go ahead and come after me with you're with a law that should never have been on the books and definitely needs to be off of the books now. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous in this day and age to have a, a society where theoretically you can say things. Nobody is 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 uh, impervious to criticism, except apparently if it might hurt some if it might hurt Jesus's feelings. Yeah. And then you're and, in trouble. But you know what? Here's the deal. Jesus needs to show up and complain about it. Yeah. If Jesus shows up and says, this hurt my feelings. Libel. Then I... Slender. Okay, maybe uh, maybe he, we should watch what we say about Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Right? But until that happens... Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good luck to... Uh, I, I hope this happens. I hope that, there, I hope that, I, that he gets in trouble and that Ireland files the... The, well, the complaints and stuff. I wish that it had happened officially, fully, for real to Stephen Fry, because it would have he would have had the oh, best thing to say about it. You're absolutely right. It needed to happen to Stephen Fry because <laughs> Dawkins be more fun with Stephen Fry. Dawkins has Dawkins is well spoken, but there's a but seriousness. He yeah. Dawkins. There's it's no all serious. It's he not takes wit. himself seriously. He and Stephen Fry takes himself seriously too, but it's it's witty. Yeah, he's willing to like have some fun. Yeah, he'd go Oscar Wilde on the shit. Yeah, that would be better. You're right. <laughs> uh, well, I I'm gonna take us to uh, to Kansas, uh, as reported in the Wichita Eagle. Uh, this was sent in by a listener. Um, okay, it's a story. I it's crazy. Uh, very clear. So there was a, uh, a, apparently a woman, 
Um, God told her, this is a woman um, named Rachel Hilliard. Okay. Who was told by God to invite uh, a woman, another woman, Mickey Davis, over to her home. Mm. Uh, Hilliard is in her 30s, I think. She's mm. 35. Uh, Davis is was 63 until Hilliard murdered and decapitated her. Oh, Having okay. been told by God, God to told do so. Okay, all right. Cool. Um, so, obviously... That, end of story, right? <laughs> yeah. Like God she's said fine. To God told her to do it. So we all just say, well, we accept that and move on with our lives. No, no, no. She's, of course, under arrest. And she's uh, she's probably going to be harshly dealt with by the, by the criminal justice system. But what's very interesting she about that... She has a religious defense. Right. She, she has a sincerely held religious beliefs. Right. What are we talking about? No, no. No, she should be allowed to do this. Absolutely, apparently. But this gets better. Oh. Because apparently days before this happened... Oh, no. She had asked uh, for a friend, quote-unquote. Where, where does one get an exorcism? <laughs> oh, no. She asked a friend where one got an exorcism, who referred her to Pastor Terry Fox. Oh, no. Who came to her house and apparently blessed her home. Uh, and it wasn't enough. So here's the deal. It didn't work. Here's, there needs to be like a public service announcement. <laughs> um, when somebody asks you about hiring an exorcist, you need to uh, enlist the help of a mental health professional well what 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 you might need to be hook a good them idea up with somebody who can actually provide this person with help what might be a good idea is to ask a couple of of follow-up questions <laughs> well why do you why do you need an exorcist what's what's going on there kiddo well these voices in my head keep telling me to kill people and cut their heads off cool i'm gonna call an exorcist right now and that exorcist's name is 911. <laughs> Because, oh my God, here's the thing. She, so, uh, and here's what pa the pastor said, uh, Mr. Terry Fox, because uh, he went in, he blessed the house, didn't do the exorcism, apparently. He blessed the He's house. blessed the house. Well, this is on him then. <clears throat> apparently, he says, we were in the process. I don't know who we is. And oh, he, he is, he, is, he actually God. does have, a, his ministry is called. Summit Paranormal Investigators. Oh, dear God. Which needs... If that doesn't need uh -oh. a musical bump, I don't know what does. <laughs> kong, kong. It's like, you know, or, or like, skunk, kong, kong. Something like that. Right. They, they need a musical bump on at the end of... Every time someone says that. Um, <sighs> uh, we were only working... Uh, he says, we were only working with her a few days. If we would have had an opportunity to get to her, oh, I believe we could have helped. I think we, if we had had more time, perhaps we could have made a difference. It broke our hearts. So he says we were in the process of trying to evaluate her situation to see if it was mental or demonic. Or what about what about <laughs> it being God telling her to do this? What if it wasn't de why, de demons? Like why is everybody discounting? That fact, the God story, sure, the God part of the whole thing, sure. She is saying that it was God. Yeah. Why wouldn't God tell her to to kill this other person? God has done it before. Yeah. He has told people to kill before. He's he's he's, you know, he kind of was taking a little bit of a break for a while. 
but he's gonna he's like gonna open some old testament shit on us well we keep being told that that's gonna happen yeah and this is the start of it this this is what he does this is his specialty this is what he's really fucking good at yeah yeah you know why well yeah why are we blaming demons he's coming out of retirement she said she said it was god yeah getting back to his roots you know yeah this is important stuff because you know in the lifespan of a god Mm. you know like he he wants to feel you know feel young again (laughs) it's kind of a little midlife crisis you know what i miss you know it used to be a lot of fun (laughs) i haven't done it for years i'm gonna go out and get some people to murder some people (laughs) for Really arbitrary reasons. Mainly because I can't. Why did I stop doing this? This is great. (laughs) Oh, you should see the hubbub that ensues after I do this. It (laughs) is amazing. Let's see how the people, the good people of Kansas City do it. Right. Apparently, uh, there are steps to to investigations such as Fox's. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, The first step, you you, uh, assess whether there's really a demon involved. Again, God's involved, so it's not okay. He's on the wrong track, but that's fine. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, he's apparently uh, they will talk about being sexually violated by the demon. Oh yeah, not man. It's just don't dig you if you start digging into what exorcism, like what they these people do. These people just go and take mentally unstable people and further destabilize them. Stir that fucking pot. They just they just That's they just go name. in and they they freak them the fuck out uh-huh. until they flip out. Yeah. And then they're like, "Aha! I was right, demon." Yeah. And then they pray and then walk away and everybody feels better except the person who actually needed help. The unstable person. Right. Yeah. And then when they do if when they do go and do something bad, they're like, Oh, that person allowed the demon back in. Yeah. They should have called us. Yeah. We were we were getting some good work done. Yeah. Just give us another week. Yeah. You know? I I these things can be tricky. Some of these demons are they're little tricksters. They what they are tricksy. <laughs> Trixie little demons. <laughs> Naughty. Oh, well, all right, Dan. Yeah. So uh, if you guys have anything you'd like to say, if you've ever been uh, the subject of an exorcism, write into us. Tell us about it. I'll bet somebody out there has. Yeah. Well, we've heard from people who have. That's that. true. Uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and tell us about it leave us a creepy voicemail uh, and the telephone number to do so is uh four uh, uh yeah 424-666-8442 yeah uh, go to the facebook page facebook.com slash tgi atheist and you know while you're there you can search for the tgia members only lounge request to join it is a closed group however it's a group we will let you in it's a group that no one no one will know if you don't want people to know that you're in an atheist group this is the group for you we vet people right and this is not yeah that's not it's not public facing there's nothing there's no name in it that says atheism right so matter of fact i I think i mentioned it last week they tried to make me tag it with atheism and i was like no
so damn. Yeah. Uh, we got a little uh, bit of audio here. Yeah, sure. Uh, we we, that, we, that, we that, like to troll around the internet and find some uh, some Christians, sure. some, some some religious folks saying some things. Yeah, so this is that nice Rick Joyner. Oh, he is nice. Uh, and uh, he's got something to say about prophets. Boy, does and he the ever. the need for prophets. Oh, in prophecy. And age Pro- and some of his own experiences with uh, with prophecy. Prophecy. I'd like a. I'd like some prophets in my life. <laughs> there were old covenant prophets who knew what even the enemies of Israel what they were saying in their bedrooms. Couldn't hide anything from these prophets. We're in desperate need of such prophets right now in the world. There were prophets that were shocked when anything happened that they didn't foresee. We need to get there where we start. We should be able to put newspapers out a week before the date and then go for longer, including sports. You don't need to watch the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Now, we had, you know, a foretaste of that. You know, when Bob Jones got that word about Atlanta Braves winning the World Series that year. He called it the World Series. And he had a whole revelation about what it would mean. Now, Bob got that word during spring training when nobody was thinking the Braves are going to do it. But then we were having a conference when the World Series was going on. And Bob and I both got some of the scores of the games before the games were played. We didn't tell anybody. We wrote them down, hit them, but didn't tell anybody because didn't want anybody gambling on you know okay first of all can i just say calling the world series the world serious that's a great joke well good job bob jones that was a fantastic joke it played in that room (laughs) yeah boy that just tells you where where those people are at i do like that there was nervous laughter when he said the whole thing about not really nervous laughter but here's the thing he says well, we should have newspapers that come out a week before the time. And everybody goes, <laughs> we should. He's but not the joking. Reason, the reason that they're laughing is because they know that's not a thing. Right. So, like, yeah, where are those guys? We definitely should have them, but obviously that's not real. I mean, he, he basically said something that was a, the equivalent of, like, and we should have Harry Potter wands as well. Where are those? <laughs> Because none of, I mean, what it points out is that, like, of course we believe the Bible. We definitely believe the Bible. Everything in it is God's word and it's the truth. But, I mean, you know, when you actually talk about real life magic that's supposed to be in the Bible, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's not real. Uh, It's, but. If you said it about today, everybody would be like, "Mm, no, you can't do that. Can't walk on water. Right. Can't turn water into wine. Those things are not real. There's no talking donkeys. But back then it was real. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Bears. What did the bears do? They kill 42 children? That's the one. Yeah. If that happened today, that's not a miracle. No, no, that's not a good thing. (laughs) Bears can kill children, though. That's like one of the more believable things in the Bible is that (laughs) bears can kill children. We have scientific confirmation of this. It stands the smell test. Bears do kill children. Oh, just well, how awful. Also, by the way, if you have uh, what better thing, what could make sports better? Everybody would love sports so much more 
if we knew the outcome before the game. I feel like that would be no need. I love that. He's like, no need to watch the Super Bowl. We'll tell you what happened. Boy, he's no fun. Way to make sports great, guy. This guy kind of sucks. We uh, are. And and I'm sorry, Rick Joyner. I'm not buying it. You didn't write it down beforehand. Nope. You wrote it down upon uh, if you did write and if any part of the story actually happened in any way, shape or form. You wrote down those scores after the fact. He didn't, you piece he, of shit. He didn't write down any scores. He just he, you can. It's easy to say I wrote down the scores in secret. Yeah. You know what? I have I Daniel Beecher have accurately predicted the the winner of the last uh, ten uh, Wimbledon's. Oh, have you? Hmm. Wow. I every single year I do it. I I do it in secret. Mm-hmm. I don't That's want to. I, I, I don't want anybody betting on it. No. Yeah, and I certainly don't bet on it. Well, because everybody would obviously uh, go with your prediction. Yes, they would. And it would, right. I, oh, the bookies would come after me. Everybody, it would be a disaster. But secretly, at my home, yeah. I, on a dry erase board, I just write who the winner is going to be. And then as soon as I'm right, I immediately erase it. So Ugh. maybe I'm the prophet that uh, Rick Joyner is looking for. The, the you ever Lord thought of is, that? The Lord is working through you. Um, he does work in mysterious ways, and I'm pretty mysterious. <laughs> so, no, it, really, you're yeah. mysterious. Oh, I think it would be there. a mysterious thing for God to do to pick you as His prophet. Yeah, that would be a very strange choice. Also, pretty um, strange for God to to decide that the the thing that n- needs prophecy is sports. I, like Bob Jones, <laughs> I could have given Bob Jones ways of like, you know, curing pr- cancer, protecting people from rape or whatever. Mm. I'll get I'll give him the Braves. I'll give him I'll give him a, a, a World Series. We'll test the waters. We'll, we'll see how he does with that. This is proof that <laughs> you should be praying before sporting events, because clearly God cares enough. Yeah. You know, and here's the question. Is it a prediction on God's part or does he make it happen? It's oh, right. Is is this just. But if if you're both omnipotent and omniscient, is there a difference? Oh, my damn. By making the prediction, you make it happen or it happens and you know it's going to the prediction. Oh, my God. I've, I feel like we've just exploded philosophy forever. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's come up with this come oh with god. this paradox before. Wow. Oh my god. Oh lordy lord. Well, and, yeah. Do we have some folks to thank? Uh we do. We got a few, Dan. Oh hurrah. Uh let's see what we got going on here. We have Jackie and the somebody who identified themselves as the Biz. <laughs> uh they're coming in at the Faithful. Okay, level. thank you. That's uh, lovely. So thank you, guys. And then uh, Mr. I'm not even going to... I'm not trying on that one. We're going to call him Mr. K. Uh-huh. And uh, your namesake, Dan. Oh, Dan. Yeah, another Dan came in. Uh, and they are at the uh, Beatified. Oh, God bless. Level. So thank God, you, guys. God bless you all. And James continues as our lord and savior. Here's what I'd like to say. I you know before we sign off on this, I'd like yeah. to just we every now and then I feel like we need to sort of talk about what uh what this is. Mm-hmm. This patronage thing. Oh, okay. 
uh, because I feel like I, I, you know, we do have some ads on our show and stuff. Right now, our patrons get an ad-free version of the show, which is yeah. Um, but but what we get from I I, I don't know. I want to lift the curtain too much, but our ad revenue is 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 not what's paying our bills. No. Uh, it's it's a nice added thing for us, and we want to make sure that we that this is a free thing for people to get, and uh, and so if if you can't afford it or if you don't want, you know you you don't feel passionately enough about our show that you want to sure. contribute. Sure, you can still listen. Right. Um, but if you are, you know, if if our show does have some value to you and you feel that, yeah. and 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 you want to be a. Um, a part of the community that that actually sustains us and actually, you know, makes this possible for us to continue doing, uh, and 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 makes it more than just um, a, a love, a, you know, a, a a thing of of an an amateur endeavor, uh, in the truest sense of the term. Uh, it it really is so helpful for us, um, indeed, and it and 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 it's something that 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 we. Uh, I can't tell you how much we appreciate uh, our patrons for doing. And you can come in at whatever level you want. You know, you choose how much you want to uh, to, to give uh, as, as, as your sort of uh, your part of this transaction. Yeah. You come in at where, whatever level uh, you choose a per episode amount on Patreon. And uh, and then you can just, you know, there's other there's other perks. We do a, a, a weekly diary that's just for our Patreon listeners at or at a certain level and stuff but uh but yeah it just helps us out and it and it, and it sustains the show if you want the show to keep going if you if you if it's something that that's a value to you we sure do appreciate uh, all of our patrons uh very very much and you can become a patron by going to our website which is thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab right and there you'll find a link uh they'll take you to patreon and like Dan said, there's different levels, and you pick the one, and there's rewards, and it's awesome, and and you can feel you can feel like you're a part of the thing. Yeah, you're making it happen. So thanks so much to all of you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Daughter, and the Mother, and my aunt, and somebody else's uncle. Amen. Amen. So, Franklin, yeah. here's the deal. Out there in the world, there are religious folk. I don't know if you've heard of this. <laughs> this is a thing that's real. Mm. People believe in a lot of uh, a lot of mysterious stuff. A lot of stuff that doesn't make sense to me. Hooey. But there's a bunch of hooey out there. But a lot of that hooey has centuries of, of history behind it. Oh. Millennia of history behind the uh-huh. hooey. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, we live in a in an increasingly hooey free, <laughs> or 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 we we're in a we're in a time that is trying to cut out the hooey. Yeah, uh, as we go. Yeah, it's not always it doesn't. It's not a fast process, and it's not a very accurate process. Nor is it painless, but we're trying. Yeah. Uh, and as we as our societies get increasingly secular, things like this happen uh, in Belgium. Now, already in Denmark, mm-hmm. I think. Yes, that's correct. Uh, s- the slaughter of animals 
in a halal slash kosher fashion is outlawed. Yeah. And that is because uh, they believe more in the, the, uh, the humane treatment of animals right. than they do in Jewish slash Islamic hui. Right. Now, that, that's a rough one because these are traditions. These are, these are deeply held beliefs right. that go back a long time. A, Centuries. A gazillion years. <laughs> it, I think it's exactly one gazillion years. Mm. And uh and so obvi- and obviously these these moves now now uh, an area of Belgium is is threatening to do the same thing. Uh and this is seen as anti-Semitic, blah blah blah. Um this is seen as a, a move against Jews or against Islam or against religion well, or, you know, depending yeah. on who you're talking to. Right. And if you were anti-Semitic, you probably wouldn't have any problem with it. No. But it, it, but yeah, you're right to point out that this is about animal rights and this is about the, our uh, ethical treatment of animals. Right. I do. I do. I do want to point out society. The, the, the area of Belgium, uh, the region that has voted to ban kosher and halal uh, slaughter is called Walloon. Oh yeah, that's the French speaking part of Belgium. I'm just I'm also going to point out that the article that I'm looking at right now uh-huh. has at least one time the word Walloon. I had to like z- like sort of get closer to my computer screen to verify that my eyes weren't just crossing. They have 3 Os at the end. <laughs> so that's cute. Well, yeah. If you're going to have a typo, at least make it so that it says Walloon, <laughs> which it makes me happy. Anywho, uh, uh, both Jewish kosher and uh, halal rituals require the butcher to slaughter the animal by slitting its throat. Oh, boy. And then they drain the blood. Yeah. Now, in a lot of these countries, uh, the way that they want an animal slaughtered is to first stun it. And then kill it. Right. Uh, the thinking being that the stunning actually won't do, does is is so instantaneous that the animal feels no fear. Right. And then they just cut the throat, and the animal uh, dies quickly, or 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 slaughter. However, they do it. You know, the right. Thing to the head or whatever. Um, it's an interesting question, and what I thought it would bring up for us, and the day after Bel, you know, Walloon decided uh to make this a thing um norway the pro- the progress party in norway which i think is the third largest mm-hmm. party mm-hmm. political party uh in norway uh they voted uh that their parties uh, at their party's national gathering uh the part i guess i guess their position now is that circumcision is wrong uh, at least before the age of 16. All cir- male circumcision. Male circumcision is what we're specifically yeah. talking about. And yeah. and, and it, it goes without saying that female circumcision is wrong. I guess so. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, there's... well, I'm not speaking for the, the progress party of Norway is what I'm saying. Right. I, in my mind, it is definitely wrong. Right. In my mind, the mutilation of a child's body... Specific, mm-hmm. especially genitals, mm-hmm. is always going to be wrong. Where do they land on um, 
uh, piercing of ears. <laughs> I don't think we've got because I do think that that's wrong too. I don't uh, think of little girls yeah, or little boys, any any little child. Uh, but yeah, the the little girls with the pierced ears. Oh, I'm going to get like, in more and more trouble. I don't care. I know. I I it's distasteful <laughs> and like it's it's unnecessary and let let the child grow up a little bit and let them choose it if they want it at an age when they can. Right. <clears throat> here's here's so this this uh circumcision thing is really uh pissing off the Jews. They the Jews are now claiming that it's completely anti-Jewish specifically mm-hmm. because while I think the uh while the I, I think circumcision is an islamic thing too mm-hmm. but they can do it they don't have to do it as an infant they can do it like as a grown person and that's totally cool well i get i get the uh the desire i guess to uh have it done on infants because then you just know that uh it, it, it's just it's done? just done there's you, you know like <laughs> Really? You're going to make me choose this as an adult? Well, yeah. Who would gonna, choose it? I'm not many. You know, I'm just going to I'm going to keep it. Think I'm I think keep this part of my body. I think I'm just going to have uh, my whole body. Really? You just want to just want to attack it with a knife. Okay. All you, right. You, you want to cut off part of my penis. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I don't, I don't feel very good about that. I'm going to say no. I'm that does not strike me as a good idea. Yeah. Uh here's how, about a, how we get some how, I mean, how pff, how did they use it? I mean, oh, I guess there have been knives for a long time, but boy, howdy. It's, it's a terrifying procedure. Here, here's, here's what we're getting at, though. I don't want to get too into the weeds about, about the specifics of this, because what I want to get to is the idea of as society progresses, there will be more and more ways in which societal beliefs bump up against religious beliefs where the society on the whole says, you know what? This is wrong. Uh-huh. What you guys, I mean, I get that you guys believe it deeply, but you're wrong about it. And this has happened. I mean, there, you know, there's no Christian in all of Western culture that's going to say, Oh no, human sacrifice is totally cool. Even though there have been plenty of religions that have believed in human sacrifice over the over the ages, including that famous human sacrifice of uh, that Jesus fella, they you know the Christians didn't do that, so it's okay. Somebody else did it to them, <laughs> but they boy do they love it that they, that they it do they, they in all of its blood and glory. Um, but what I'm saying, what? But here's the question. The question for me is this, and I'm I just I'm just going to throw this out to us because we are experts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In no way are we experts, but we might as well discuss it. What happens? What space do we are do we make? What? Because what what tends to happen is this. You know, the 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 liberal secular people say, "Oh, we're we're just going to outlaw blank. We're just going to." It's it's a it's a barbaric practice, and we're just going to outlaw it. And then it's not very the religious very people. Me, the the religious people scream and shout about like this is religious persecution and blah blah blah. Right. I feel is there a better way or like do we need to do we have to carve out space for for people to be able to mutilate their children? 
right. So here, here's where I fall. Okay. On this whole thing, because I'm I'm pretty. Um, I, I I believe I I'm I'm I think I fall into the whole. You need to carve out a space. Okay. Camp. I think that. Uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, we're playing a very long game here. Mm. And we're not going to get the society we want by just legislating it entirely. Mm. I think that we have to work... Like, like you, you, you get the laws in there, right, for the vast majority of people who really aren't going to have a problem with it. Yeah. But I do think that at times, religious exemptions are appropriate. I actually do believe that, like, I know we make fun of them a lot. Right. I know that, like, and even on this episode, or I can't remember exactly what my statement was, but, you know, like, it comes up and it's infuriating that people want to be able to do their little thing just because they believe it. Right. But I honestly think that at the end of the day, less resentment builds up, less potential for radicalization builds up, and... And again, it depends on what the issue is that we're talking about. I think some issues you just have to put your foot down on and you have to figure out what those ones are going to be. Right. But I think that by and large, you let religious groups alone as long as what they're doing isn't completely abhorrent. Um, And the goal being that eventually in a generation or two, the life that we have versus the life that they have is just more appealing. It's just going to show itself to be, yeah, a, 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 and, a, and a more. Uh, and they're going to have a harder time retaining the next generation. Yeah, right? I, I think that and, there's something if, right about but, that. But if but if you push them away and you make them angry and you make it to where that they have to grab their children and scream and these and force these values into them, right? right? And and separate themselves. We separate. we are we are a group, and we have an yeah. enemy. And they make their children weird. They make their children so they don't mix well. Right. right? And they make their children. They make their they, children they others pull their kids out of yeah. out of public schools, and they yeah. you know they say. And this is clearly happening a lot. Yeah. I feel like yeah. When you create enemies, yeah. you've gone a, a wrong place. Yeah. Here's one of the things that I think is interesting. One of the things one of the things that we should be cognizant of is yes. If there are centuries, millennia of tradition mm-hmm. backing a practice, yeah. it may still be a bad practice. And that practice may be even morally wrong. Right. But to just say absolutely not right. is going is going to do that, is going to radicalize people, is going to be is, is going you can't ignore the history. But what you can do is say because there are also going to be cults that pop up that say, well, we want to practice X and we want to practice Y. Mm-hmm. And we can absolutely say, uh, no. Right. No, no, no. We're not so, going to make a, religious, a new religious exemption right. for a behavior that's not acceptable societally when you have yeah. zero history backing you we up. We grandfather you in. Yeah. We, we gr- don't let you do new stuff. We don't, yeah, we don't start. You, yeah. you can't start the new uh, circumcision cult or right. whatever. No. Or the new polygamy cult. Right. Or, well, I mean, well, polygamy, I think is actually, I'm actually okay with polygamy if it's entered into willingly and not, uh, and not prescribed. So outside of a cult setting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, but I mean, we have to come to it not through a religious 
point of view, but through the uh, through the, the examination of of the morality of marriage, and mm-hmm. and uh, and and asking questions, larger questions about what marriage should be, what it is, and I think we need to ask those questions. And as we do, we're going to start bumping into you know, marriage is a perfect place where we're going to where and we have in you know repeatedly. in the next fifty to hundred years. We're going to be bumping into a lot more. We're going to keep yeah. bumping into religious yeah. people who are like, you know, gays definitely can't get married. Right. And, you know, eventually people are going to want to say, you know, yes, I have a non-traditional uh, setup and I want the protections that marriage offers for yeah. me and my wife and her husband. Right. And, you know, and his husband. And. Right. There are going to be some weird-ass uh, setups that are going to eventually want and probably deserve the same legal standing as... Possibly. Um, as a Christ, you know, a good Christian marriage. Right. Well, and I think... But, but, but this gets us in the neighborhood of, of an ongoing issue, which is gay marriage is legal in this land. Right. And we have all of this con- these conservative religious groups that continue to push back and and they're trying desperately to carve out their little space. And I don't know where I would want to land on some sort of compromise <laughs> with them. But mm. I don't think that we should just be nope, it's the law. It's fine. That's done. Well, here's the th- and, here's and 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 again, this is something on the show we've you know talked about the pizza parlor that doesn't want to like have host a gay wedding uh, pizza pizza you know celebrate whatever right? right like they don't want to cater the reception right and <laughs> it's laughable but like at the end of the day we do have to have this discussion yeah we can't just completely ignore them. I don't think I would ever land on the side of, you know, well, I think the pizza parlor should be able to deny anyone they want services. Right. Because I think when you open your doors, you kind of go into it. You have a contract with the public at large. Right. But uh, there are parts of this that we may want to allow some discussion and some wiggle room i don't know where that is yeah but i think that when you just absolutely 100 shut people down you start to see what we're seeing now uh in in our society which is just complete polarization backlash uh radicalization uh the angriest of the people have the 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 most prominent voices and it's just wrong I, we, we've landed in a place that isn't working. We are we live in a dysfunctional society at the moment. Yeah, although then there's the question of like, what what is one to do when, for instance, they are trampling on our rights? We fight. We fight. We 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 uh, we we scream and 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 absolutely. rail and absolutely. So I think maybe I mean I think maybe our utopia that we're that we're describing of like reaching out and trying to help and blah blah blah. There is the point at which when you give an inch, they want the mile. When you you know they and and if you and they're going to have uh, there will be a time when we have to say, you know what, guys. The shit's just illegal. Right. You just can't do it. Well, and I guess what we're talking, this is something that we said earlier before the show, which was, and we haven't really said now, um, which is we're sort of imagining a world here that is atheist majority. 
where the yeah. secular forces really have the control. Yeah. Right? And because it's, it's, I, I think that maybe it won't be atheist majority anytime soon, but it'll be secular people majority. Who, people who desire to live in a secular society, it's going to be the clear majority sometime in the, in the, hopefully in the near future. Yeah. And we have to kind of decide how are we going to wield the power that comes with that? What kind of society do we want to be creating for right. the minority groups in said society? And for me, it's pluralism. It's carving out spaces for strange practices that are weird, but not but, completely damaging to well, the people and, involved. Well, and not, <laughs> and not imp- infringing on other people's rights yeah. and not infringing on anybody else's uh, practices. And I think it's the only way that we continue the, our march forward without too much disrupt disruption and along those lines i think one of the things that we could do that would be wise for us to do uh as a group as, as a society in general is to carve out is is to because i don't think we're doing this at all is to propose guidelines by which we make these decisions to mm. say you know what what we need right now as a society because we have to have laws we have to have a, a way of deciding how we make these laws that's better than just I have blank feeling mm. and and I have you know blank influence over Congressperson X, so this happens. My feeling is catered to. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should be somebody needs to start proposing ways in which uh, these decisions are made that are that are fair and equitable and that take into account. Uh, group larger groups, uh, various you know whoever has all of the uh, you know whoever has interests, but that also are are I, I feel like we need a better system in place. Mm. I don't know if such a thing exists. I don't know how to make such a thing, but I feel like we need it. That's a call out to all of you <laughs> political scientists or whatever. Uh, yeah, let's uh, start a let's start a little wiki. Fix it. And uh, we'll uh, add our ideas onto it. It's just so ad hoc. It's just so, like, sloppy, the process that we have now. Yeah. It's just whatever the whatever people feel. Feelings are not the way to make laws. Well, right now it's the angriest group. Whoever's screaming mm-hmm. is, 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 go- is going to be heard and is going to be like, yeah. Because if you scream enough... Then you'll get on the news, and if you get on the news, then somebody will take you seriously, and if somebody takes you seriously, then somebody will draft a law. Mm, I know. If you guys have the solution, I'm sure one of you does. Uh, I'm sure some, one of our listeners has the perfect solution for all of this. Or rather, if you just want to write to us about something we've said, yeah. feel free to, to join the conversation. Uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the, is the email address. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. In the meantime, if you want some, uh, some fun enter- entertainment, go to that Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. Or if you'd like to join a private atheist group where people won't see you being a part of it you'll get support yeah and nothing more you can search for on facebook search for the tgia members only lounge and request to join yeah hey uh speaking of facebook thanks to Mackenzie for for all of her hard work on the facebook page and thanks to danny sarah and amy for all of their hard work as moderators in the members only lounge we sure do appreciate all of y'all and thanks to the red rock Hot Club 
and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah, and thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Bye-bye. <laughs>